following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. My wheels are in a funny spot. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the shed where our wheels are in a funny spot. And we are online. And we're coming at you with Adventures from the Shed online, our Never Gonna Give You Up Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign. We're going to go around the virtual table and say hi, and we'll start with this guy over here. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Abraxas the Flagonborn. No, the Dragonborn. Just kidding. The Dragonborn Paladin. All right. Next. Yeah. My bad. I'm next. <laughs> I am... It's backwards. That guy. It's that guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's somebody around here. Uh, yeah. I am Eli. I'm playing Erethnus Siegfried, human fighter. That's all there is to him right now. And then, it's <laughs> and then I am uh, Jason, playing Bell G. Umwaffle, the uh, halfling rogue. And hi, I'm Randy, and I'll be playing Miles Pickaxe Finder, Mize the Bard Extraordinaire. Extraordinary. Um, and speaking of above average, I am Joe, the above average Joe. Uh, I don't know who else has uh, the, a shirt on today. Well, I guess we all have shirts, but a shirt that might be funny. Mine says, uh, your village called, their idiot is missing. That's my uh, shirt. Nice. Oh, that's pretty good. Hey. Yeah. This teenage mutant ninja Turtles. Too. I am swimming in Pikachus right now. <laughs> nice. That's cool. awesome. My, my um, all right, so we're going to so get good into basketball team. Oh, uh, yeah. oh. Uh, Phoenix, right? <laughs> yep, Phoenix. <laughs> See, I know a little bit of sportsing. <laughs> sportsing. <laughs> Did they make any touchdowns last game? They scored, you know, the goal, and you know they just <laughs> lost uh, when they the got thing? into the end end goal field. So yeah. no, it wasn't good. I think they all made it to third base with each other. <laughs> the important thing is that they all made a part the locker room, though. That's like locker room <laughs> stuff, right there. All right. So we're getting back to this game at the end of our last session. I honestly can't remember if I said it on air or off. However, our characters are going advancing from first level to second. I use an advancement or experience type called milestone advancement. And pretty much all that means is instead of counting numbers for experience for everything we do, whether it be killing a monster, discovering something with a DC check or something, we're not counting those numbers. What I'm going to be doing along the way is when I think we've reached milestones where it's an important part in the story so the characters can advance or they've achieved something within the adventure that will let them advance. And in this case... We've been through a couple of sessions now, and I guess more than a couple, several sessions where our characters have um, investigated, role-played, discovered, uh, and had combat more than once. So at this point, I want to push the characters to level two, and that's what one of the things we're going to do today. And throughout this adventure, you guys will probably notice that we're going to, to jump levels faster than you might normally expect, mainly so we can get more things to do with the individual characters. And that way uh, you can um, stretch your character's skills, abilities, spells, you know, we'll do more with equipment, etc. as we go forward. One of the things we want to do to let people know why we advance our characters the way we do is take a minute and talk about that or however long you'd like. And let's, um, let's go with Jason first. Jason, what did Bell do to, or what did you do for Bell to get to second level? 
Well, I went to D&D Beyond, and I first did that so I could take care of the stats. Uh, Bell uh, became more cunning in this time here. Obviously, Bell was very quiet in the last game uh, because uh, I was not there to actually run Bell, unfortunately. Um, uh. And I was kicking myself in the butt at work, waiting, <laughs> trying to get into the game. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> life happens sometimes. But from what I hear, Bell was very cunning and, you know, really saved the day and stepped up and is, you know, just a, a beacon of excellence when it comes down to adventuring. Um, so with that, uh, Bell, uh, health increase. Yep. yep that, that, that's it right there. Beacon of excellence. Beacon of excellence. Um, uh, and so with that, Bell uh, now has cunning action and uh, can do more in combat around movements and, you know, controlling the battlefield a little bit better, hopefully, and uh, his positioning. But that's pretty much as far as, uh, you know, what happens with uh, level up for level two for Bell. Okay. Did it um, change any of the modifiers for skills or um, attacks or anything that you not want level Bell two. to be doing? No, no, okay. not for level two. The only thing that level two rogues get is cunning action, which means that I can uh, use as a bonus action. I can dash, disengage, hide, things like that. Uh, so it makes me a little bit more effective rather than having to use a regular physical action to do those things in combat. I can use a bonus action and use my main action to do sneak attack damage or other things. So it does open up the door for a lot of uh, role play opportunities in combat. Uh, but as far as Modifier stuff, nothing happens as far as modifiers. Okay, cool. One of the reasons I asked is we did create our characters with the standard array, which means we have a 15 in there. And if you were to add a point, which I guess you wouldn't do at second level, you could get to 16, which would change yep. a modifier. Uh, all right. Anything else you wanted to mention about Bell other than, you know, we sorely missed him last time? Yeah, you know, I, I missed you guys too. And again, uh, life happens sometimes. But uh, luckily yes. enough, you guys were able to, uh, you know, Jaeger pilot you know, uh, Bell through the adventure and not get Bell killed. So I appreciate that sincerely. <laughs> I would say it was more of Jägermeister than Jäger pilot. <laughs> oh, there you go. That, that works too. Either, either one's fine. Either one's fine. Well, okay. One of the things we were saying, I think it may have been on the air towards the end of the episode, when you were sending the chats that you're still stuck in this meeting, we were like, well, just join from the meeting and tell everyone to shut up while you play. This <laughs> is my turn. Quiet. It would have been a baller yeah. move. Yeah. It would have been a, it would have been a very baller move, but yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I was not in the position to do so at the time. <laughs> All right, who would like to go next with what they did with, for their character up to level two? I can go. All right, so uh, bards at level two do not change uh, any of their stats. They do learn another spell, though. And so, seeing his friend that he was unable to help uh, heal in the background, so he took out a goblin from range instead and swapped. He. Uh, he chose uh, to learn, uh, where are my spells? I should have been more prepared. Uh, oh, man. Healing word. And uh, so I'll be working on uh, healing as well. Cool. So we have a backup healer. Also at level two, uh, he learns the, uh, <clears throat> the uh, where is it? Um, I, don't, I don't know if these are spells or skills, I guess. Skills, uh, jack of all trades. Uh, oh, yeah. You can add half your proficiency bonus rounded down to any ability check you make that doesn't already include your proficiency bonus. You also learned Song of Rest. So beginning at second level, which we are now, yay, you can use soothing music to um, oration, is that a word? <laughs> to help revitalize your wounded allies during a short rest. If you or any friendly creature who can hear your performance regain hit points by spinning hit dice at the end of the short rest, each of these creatures gains... Uh, regains an extra 1d6 uh, hit points. Cool. 
Um, all right. Yes, so what that means is you're going to have to find a way to play soothing music. Oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dueling banjos. Soothing music. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but that's what soothes me. It does. It is it a banjo? Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pick on Eli next. Go for it, Eli. Bing. Bing. All right. Uh, so with Siegfried, uh, I decided to look at what actions I've taken in-game to really reflect on and, and practice. I've focused a lot on the physicality of it, the, the mountain climbing, the, the fighting, the pushing people during the marshes. So I decided to take an extra level in fighter. This didn't give me much. It gave me action surge, which means once per short rest, I can take another action. It's, it's just a catch-all. Anything that falls under the base term of action, I can do it one extra time. Or in addition to whatever I'm already doing. Uh, my hit points went up. That's, that's really all there is to it. I mean, I'm a fighter. Um, I'm a basic boy, and I love it. Um, speaking of hit points, um, I just want to make sure you all are aware or recall that we are going with maximum hit points per level. So make sure yes. we do that on your yes. Do we heal when we leveled or do we You're just going to have the maximum because I, okay. I, at the time we broke for the last session, uh, everyone should have rested because we did the, um, the long rest in the goblin camp. Oh, okay. What was the goblin camp? Then I'll get back to full. All right. Chris Flagonborn. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see. So I get Divine Smite at second level, which is basically extra damage, uh, radiant damage if I choose to drop it on somebody. Um, I also took the, uh, I get a fighting style, so I took the great weapon fighting because it was already the two-handed fighting guy. So that, cool. basically, uh, that gets me a chance to... Uh, re-roll a uh, damage if I roll a one or a two on my damage die so I can re-roll Very cool. but I gotta, I gotta keep an extra roll no matter what even if it sucks and then for spells I uh, I guess this time around I mean I know they're gonna change as we go but I decided to take cure wounds obviously just having that in the bag um, detect magic for just in case and then searing smite which I thought was cool basically I could uh, do extra damage and that's fire damage and they keep burning until they make their save or the spell oh. Yeah, you know, you know, goes out. So that's pretty cool. So I, if I can light them on fire, they're taking damage every round, you know, until they save. That's pretty cool. Which I thought was uh, pretty good for the Dragonborn guy. That is pretty cool. It's a it's a good tonight. idea. Um, yeah. What is it? Uh, it's a first level spell. Yes. Okay. It's a that's bonus cool. action, actually. Even better. Ooh. Yeah, that was one of the ones that wasn't in the pile in the uh, uh, pile. That's why I was like, I need to get this. <laughs> you want, I want this. Make it go. Cool. Um, and I thought it was interesting, Randy, when you mentioned that you could uh, at least help with the healing. I mean, you're just as much of a healer as everyone else at this point. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we all have our little. Technically, uh, well, I'm not a cleric, you know, just kind of like yeah. do what I can. Whoever can carry the most healing potions at the time is the healer, I think. <laughs> and that's cool. There, there goes Siegfried. Yep. <laughs> Flexing. I am so strong. <laughs> so strong, I can't even climb up mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get up there eventually. Yeah, you, you, you technically on the bright you side. fell down a little bit. You just need a halfling to drag you up there. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what did it. Yeah. yeah. All right. We are going to get back into our adventure. And um, 
Jason is going to give us a little recap of our last session so we can jump back into where we left off. Absolutely. So last game, uh, you know, Bell was hiding underneath a shield from uh, Erethus, and uh, the last thing he remembers is seeing some spiders and Abraxas running into them. And then everything just kind of went dark for him for a while. Uh, you know, the, the, he has arachnophobia. He doesn't like to talk about it very much, but it really just does a number to his psyche. Uh, he then just remembers uh, coming to and seeing, you know, uh, Erethus, you know, really just going to town on a goblin. And, um, you know, people were congratulating him for being so amazing. Uh, you know, Bell, not Arethnus, you know, they were saying they were congratulating <laughs> Bell. Yeah. You know, just a beacon of hope and, you know, excellence. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really, you know, where Bell, you know, found, you know, uh, uh, himself during that time here as far as what happened last game. Cool. Yeah, he um he did step up a little with a couple mm -hmm. of uh, hand crossbow <laughs> shots that definitely helped turn the tide. Uh, and, and I think a lot of it was out of instinct for the greatness he knows he is aware of. Absolutely. He knows absolutely. he is aware of. He knows he possesses. How about that? Yeah. I mean, Abraxas almost bit it. Yeah. 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 And if Miles Miles went down too, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. kind of rough. We, we had our Two first crits in a row. Yeah. 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 And that yeah. was the other thing. Some goblins with their bows were just incredibly lucky or yeah. incredibly briefly skilled. Yes. They were the best arches in the mountains. Yeah. Were for approximately six seconds. That's all that's all you need. That's all it took, yeah. Yep. So the characters, the group, you find yourself uh after a nice rest, you're in this uh makeshift goblin camp, which was taking up pretty much the entire road and a few feet on either side. Um about if you were standing in the middle of the road, about 30 to 40 feet from the middle of the road is the edge of the forest, the woods, uh, where there are now some uh, rotting zo uh, zombie. <laughs> Zombies are always rotting. Rotting Zombies. goblin corpses out there that, um, that you've left behind. You did gather up some loot. Who, uh, who, who made the record of the, the loot you guys picked up? You know, yeah, we got, the, stuff we got the small wooden coffer with 50 copper, 40 silver, three gems, and then we uh, had tents of uh, four golden goblets, which we have no idea what those are worth yet. I took three goblin spears and labeled them as javelins. I'm throwing There up. were <laughs> um, assorted gems, too. Yeah, three, three different gems. colored gems. Yep. Three, three gems. Yep. All right. So I'll make sure. Um, so, yeah, you are... Recovering from the battle, uh, I guess we would say that um, Bell, uh, however you want to word it, Jason, uh, or kind of like you did, where he maybe blacked out a little bit, but um, a little, probably getting a little recap from everybody. And since we all know what happened, we don't necessarily have to go through that. But I would like to know if any of the other three characters, Abraxas, Miles, or Siegfried, has anything specific they would say to Bell as the party is you know coming back into their own. Nice shot. He's just sitting there with the crossbow. <laughs> Before I had you check out these gems and goblets, um, this is your first time in a, in a fight. You seem to like black out there for a second. You like close up, and then all of a sudden you clicked on and went to town on these guys. No, is that, no, is that normal for you, or should we be prepared next time? Do you have to no, say no, a no. word? Mm, we, sorry, you have a special no. word to kill you know, how's it i don't know what's going on with my voice here i mean i was <clears throat> yeah yeah uh, yeah there we go uh, i'm good i'm good i'm uh i was uh you know you know sometimes when uh you, you, 
things like this happen. You just, you know, instincts just kick in and, and you know, things take over. Um, yeah, this is all a day's work for me here as, you know, uh, Bell's hands are still slightly shaken with the uh, crossbow in his hand. Yeah, um, Bell was just trying to get the high ground. So Yeah, exactly. I, I heard a long time ago that if you have the high ground, it's over for many things. Yes. Um, and, you know, it, I'm, a, I'm a small person, so it took me a little bit longer to get to the high ground. Uh, you know, when it comes down Even to... Even when like, you're on high ground, things, you're still on low ground. Exactly. So I have to get to like this. I have to get to the very high ground. Yeah. But you know, it was all it was all you know thought out. I, I had a plan the entire time, and you know, I think it came came, came it went very well in in Belt. In my opinion, yeah. I have to say, Bell, I underestimated your power. Yeah. Well, you know, you should estimate my power next time, then, my friend. As <laughs> far as you know, like how that goes. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I would like. Um, because it wasn't in the little bit of the last episode that Jason got to hear, somebody describe what happened during the watches overnight the night before. Because that wouldn't have been in the time that Jason listened. Yeah. Okay. So for the two guys that were awake that didn't do anything yeah. about it. <laughs> so right. well, at this point, you're telling watch. Bell what he missed by being in shock or, you know, resting maybe. So, uh, yeah, so Erethnus took the first watch, and I took the second one. Uh, we each heard this weird uh, clicking, kind of clacking noise, approaching, then getting further away, and then coming back and getting further away, too, on my watch. Uh, then we saw some uh, drag marks, like someone was being dragged. Hmm. I see. And... Um I'm guessing that you guys, we didn't go out and investigate those. Uh, you know, he's uh, played, no, played relatively the rest. Gotcha. <laughs> it didn't seem like you're in the state to do so. And then some goblins approached us. Well, we approached them. Uh, out of character, Jason. Um, all three did with single digit rolls. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> Just so you know. Well, I was sleeping. I, I was trying to heal. Well, the next day when <laughs> the rolls yeah. went to the check the out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was horrible. It was just, <laughs> hey, there's tracks here, you know. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> so we oh, have... Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see if... Uh, does, hey, Bell, do you have any appraisal skills? In what capacity? I would like to know how much these, what kind of gems these are and these goblets, if they're worth anything or if they're just garbage. I mean, yeah, I can take a look at those. I can, I can see just, you know, uh, what, what, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty used to, you know, fancier things and stuff. And uh, yeah, take, take a look, hand them over. Um, <laughs> fancier hand things them over. Stuff. I'll let you look at them. Yeah, I mean, well, shit, I mean, I mean, uh, you can, I'll, I, 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 I look into his hands, uh, his yeah, giant meat mitts, and I'm looking at these things here, and I am, uh, uh, you know, just I'm taking a really long gaze at them. Do I know uh, how these things are? Let me, um, let me go straight to intelligence with this one because I'm going to take it okay. as a, a straight-up appraisal. I don't, I don't see a skill that would go along with this, mainly because they're not historic items or anything like that, right? So we're just going to go straight-up intelligence. Straight-up intelligence. Okay. All right. So that is a 11. 11 on the die or 11 plus 2? Oh, a, a, a 10 plus 1. Yeah, uh, your intelligence on the sheet. I, oh. oh, I keep looking at the damn saving throw section. I got to move my mouse. No, it should, right, it should anyway. be a 10. I don't, know why, I don't know why. It should be because I have a zero, plus zero on my intelligence. I don't know why it gave me a plus one on the dice when I rolled it on D&D Beyond. That's weird. That's so good enough. So with that, you, you do, as far as you can tell, um, 
if you're looking at him in Abraxas's hand, he is holding yeah. uh, a sizable uh, ruby, emerald, and diamond. Okay. So you've got yeah, like so. the the red, green, and clear. Yeah, so you know, I, I look at it and I'll, I'll like I'll like bite on one of them just a little bit. And like, yeah, <laughs> this is pure stuff right here. Uh, Tastes you, like the goblin passed it recently. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, there was no I mean, I mean, yeah, the flavors are goblin off. blood diamonds now. <laughs> I mean, the flavor, the flavor was a little bit off here, but I mean, yeah. it definitely. I mean, when I when I taste, you know, the, the excrement, um, you know, somebody who would do that kind of thing, it has to be worth something. Is <laughs> what I would go. deduce from this year, Braxis. Maybe he was trying to get some more pressure on it to more, you know. Ooh, I mean, it's, I it's not a bad idea. It's cold too extra old to keep my lunch. <laughs> it was cold when he ate it. You know, came out as a diamond. It always makes me feel better when one of my asinine jokes actually becomes a thing. That's cool. <laughs> what about us? Uh, <laughs> all right, so we don't really have much worth on these. We just know what they are. What about the god, the golden goblets? Well, if they are actually ruby, emerald, and diamond, they are valuable okay. because of their size. Each one is sizable. Okay. You might not know what that is with a 10 or 11 roll. However, yeah. if, they're, if they're genuine, then they're sizable. Cool. Yeah, def definitely, Brett, hold on to these things here. They're, they're definitely worse. Yeah. So we might yeah. want to wash them off before. Uh, now that I... Yeah, yeah I feel, I feel uh, like the uh, smell will keep other people's hands off. I don't know. It, it oh, doesn't I mean, bother me. Any. You never know. Here. I mean, they, they could be tracking the smell. That's true. And That's know true. whose mm. it is. And they like, those are mine, actually. Like how dogs can tell other yeah. dogs by their. I know that's my diamond. I shit that out the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe, I haven't noted that we also stumbled upon when we were dealing with the nests, uh, not the nests, but the webs, uh, the wrapped yeah. up bodies, that there were yep. two long swords and two daggers. I didn't know if Bell wanted either of those two. Uh, I, I mean, I, the, the da daggers are definitely my forte here. I mean, I, I definitely mm -hmm. take a look at those. Okay. Yeah. Right. Are they um, just basic daggers? <clears throat> That's what we're going to look at. So we've got a couple of things. So one of them with uh, Miles, uh, you did pick identify, which yes. means like if something is, well, I, I don't know. Can you read that? Do you have the description handy? I just want to uh, make sure. Just by clicking on it, it says about. you choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is yeah. a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affected, uh, affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. If you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Cool. All right. So that's something to keep in mind as you're talking about items you find. Uh, and then somebody else had something. Was it Abraxas you took Detect Magic, was it? Yes. All right. right I'm, I'm so those are just things to keep in mind while we talk about items now because we leveled up. All right. You want to hand over the swords and daggers to Bell? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'll give the daggers to Bell. He didn't seem to... Well, I think the long swords might be a little too big for him to be carrying around. I'm looking at it, and it's about twice my size. Like, you know yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be fair. I think this might be something for, uh, I don't know, maybe you or, or, or Ethnus, or uh, it might be small for Abraxas. I don't know. He's a big guy. I'll take one. Why not? There you go. I already have a long sword, so I don't need another one. 
Now, if we go along with the built for a certain size, these daggers were made for normal human size. However, they're not as big as a halfling long uh, short sword, I should say. So they are still, they're large dagger size. Okay. Okay. And they're, um, they, they appear to be well-crafted. Okay. All right. Take a few practice Same with stabs the, the swords. a tree. Yep. You said you're going to stab a tree? Yeah, I was practicing stabbing. I'm, I'm testing the balance, oh, oh, testing right. the weight, and I'm yep. just, you know, going at it. They are at least as good as any other dagger you've used recently. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll carve a little uh, an order of eternal ring symbol into the tree right. to mark that we were here. Bell was here. Bell was here. All right. Um, anything else before we proceed? We had a sense from where the body was being dragged, didn't we? Which direction? Oh, back the direction and forth, actually. Um, yeah, it but was... we, they took them with them, so I was trying to figure out like, if we knew which way to follow them if we chose that way. So if we say that you guys are heading northwest, because in general you are the path winds, but you're heading in general northwest, while you were investigating those tracks the tracks went generally south and then back generally north so kind of along the path but not exactly it's not northwest southeast it's more like north-ish south-ish that's how the tracks went for the the span that you investigated them i think we should check it out and see if we can help somebody if that's what the case is so just real quick, real quick guys, just refresh my because again, you know, I was just you know, you know, so amazed by my own my my abilities that I blacked out. Um, you know, these bodies that we're tracking, these aren't like the ones that were like wrapped up by a spider and taken by like a, a large eight legged creature. These are things that like are goblinish. Took these bodies, maybe. Well, we're not really sure. I mean, you can check out the tracks if you want to. I mean, right over there. Yeah, well, they are, you guys have traveled since then, but if they're in the same general location, you could go check it out. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go and take a look and just see if it looks like spider legs or, you know, something else. At this point, would Bell venture about 100 feet east into the woods? Well, I mean, I'd be like, you know, hey, Abraxas, or, you know, why don't you come with me here and, you know, just stand over me, uh, just, you know, to make sure, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, uh, creepy crawl he comes out and you know uh it does anything it's, what do you say pal as long as you have the shot of uh flaming dragon first with me huh? oh yeah of course i'm gonna need right. it in order to go do this <laughs> there you go <laughs> okay we're good <laughs> all right yeah um so about a uh, hundred ish feet or so uh abraxas you're able to see the trail very similar to what you saw back where you had last made camp and um what Bell you recognize is, is what looks like a worn boot and a drag mark, like a heel or something was being dragged. Okay. And if Bell would like to uh, percept mm -hmm. or investigate or something. I'll do an investigation check. Yeah, I'll do an there investigation. Investigation is a two plus two. That's a four. <laughs> We're just as right, we are. Uh, this party I'm is not meant to beautiful. know what these tracks I, are. I, I Maybe you shouldn't have had that shot of flaming dragon. <laughs> yeah, so sorry I'm about looking that. Everywhere, I am terrified <laughs> out of my mind uh, that something I keep hearing what I think is spiders everywhere, and it's it just, is. I'm like, you know, Abraxas, I don't think I, I, 
you know what? Looking at this here, the guy is dead, clearly. Um, so I don't think we should waste our time on this anymore. Let's just, let's just go back. Let's just let's go back, you know, and uh, let's continue on. Yeah, I think that's the best. Well, we're going to eventually follow this trail. I mean, you're gonna well, we don't have to follow this. I'm sure there's other trails we could follow, right? I mean, there's other, there's other, there's other well, trails. I think we're going to follow this one. And you're just going to have to get over <laughs> your fear. It's okay. So, hey, did he take his shield with you? Or did he take your shield with him? No. no. He, he, took a, he took a, a dragonborn with him. I mean, that's pretty good. There you go. That's a shield. That's, yes. I yeah. that's, shield why, that's why I took a Braxis with me. <laughs> um, as far as um, what trail you'll follow, and like I said, you know from where you left Bob going down the mountain and then heading generally northwest, uh, you've been able to follow a trail, again, winding, but stays in the direction that you need to go. And off in the distance regularly, you can still see that uh, thick mist uh, above the tree line yeah. would be the best way to put it. And the trees are relatively thick for the day that you've been traveling now. Because at this point, I think I'll say it's been at least a day from the time you left Bob. So is there still like a definitive trail to use or pathway? Yeah. Okay. It's a trail, but it's old. Uh, the The middle of it is worn, more like with goblin footprints and stuff like that, but not like it probably was in some older time the the trail itself being wider but the um the plants the foliage is is growing in a bit vegetation is growing in towards the the road a bit gotcha i guess yeah it probably would have been a road at some point that's probably a good way to put it and now yeah. it's just all overgrown not all but a lot um is there anything that you want to take uh, from the goblin camp for like normal stuff. They've got these tents that they have. They had a fire. They have just general stuff laying around. I described treasure before, but if there's any general stuff that you might be. I assume those tents are pretty small, right? Yeah, I mean, Relatively, they would, would hold everyone else. I would take a tent <laughs> if it's small enough. Because these yeah. goblins were between four and five feet ish. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't tiny, but they weren't large either. Yeah, it took some extra arrows, so I might just take yep. a tent too. I think we had the arrows, a couple of spears, so some torches. Good there. Yeah. Siegfried is going to look yep. for rations. Does Siegfried have a strong stomach? I yeah, would he eat something a goblin would eat. Out <laughs> of fourteen constitution, I would say so. It's probably right. better. In that case, um, yes, you can you can manage a couple of rations out of the goblins' stores. <clears throat> They were probably towards the end of what they were eating, probably getting ready to hunt or something else, but uh, they've got enough, Whoa. some form of jerky. It doesn't smell like anything you're familiar with. And um, uh, a few bits and pieces of uh, gristle and stuff like that, that that they had that they were getting ready to cook when you guys showed up. Last time oh, you said they, they had no leader. They just seemed like they were all working together. So there was no like like yeah. leader camp with special until stuff. the shortest one like stepped ten. up and got his ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> he got his head kicked off. I think it's yeah. burnt yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they, they have a couple of torches though. We, I, we could take. Yep, yep, definitely you could take a couple of uh, torches. Um, My favorite was the bot recovery though. <laughs> the um, just to, on the the note that you mentioned, uh, Randy, for the leader type thing that. There was one tent where you found the goblets and the coffers, oh, so okay. that was probably that guy. Okay. And, um, you know, otherwise they were 
relatively poor. They probably just happened upon something recently. Um, yeah, that's some decent treasure for goblins, actually. You know, yeah, pretty yeah. solid. <laughs> Uh, so you're on the same path again. You're about, you're at least three quarters of a day past the last time you camped. We'll rest out in the goblin area and we're just going to say that we're going to, um, start up the next morning. We won't go through an overnight there because I want to get the characters together and moving. Based on what's happened in the last couple of days, the spiders, the goblins, the overnight noises, how do you travel? Cautiously, normally, who's in front? Uh, give me an organization, a marching order. What does it look like? Siegfried's going to be up front, and he's he's just going to be walking just normally. He figures with the spiders behind us, the skeletons. I, I think, yeah, I think we had, we had settled that it was it might be something like skeletons because the clacking sounded like bone. Yeah, yeah. With that behind us, and then the goblins taking care of Siegfried doesn't think there's anything else in the immediate area so he's just gonna walk on yeah. okay and bell will be walking quickly up there with uh Earthness because uh he wants to get out of the spider area as fast as possible <laughs> well you're about a, a day past that so you're, you're okay okay well then yeah so d- then, depending yeah. on how um how much you think that there might be more spiders yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean it was, it was, yeah. you were in a tree when you killed the goblin <laughs> this is pretty it's pretty jarring for for, for me yeah. so uh cool uh, where would Abraxas and Miles be hanging out in this order? Miles would be in the back with his longbow ready, just to be ready for anything. It's hostile land, so stay ready at all times. Yeah, I kind of like to stay towards the back because I do have reach with the halberd if I need it, and plus you know, the breath weapon if I need it. So I got a little bit of range to go past the front guys if I need to. All right, <laughs> so Siegfried is going to be, um, would you call it taking point? Is he... A lookout? Yes. Is he investigating, percepting, or anything of that type? Yes. Uh, with Siegfried at the front, he would have eyes forward, glancing to either side of whatever path we're on. Okay. So, yeah, he's definitely keeping an eye out for anything that could be perceived as a threat. So, what I'm going to do with that is I'm going to have you give me a, um, give me a perception roll. And this will count pretty much for the, the full morning right up through uh, lunchtime. All right. Perception? Yep. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. 20 plus 3, 23. Oh, so that was a natural hey, 20. Natural yep. 20. Hey. Wow. Okay. Well, <clears throat> we're going to say somewhere in the 11-ish range, not noon. The sun isn't quite towards the middle yet. Uh, you see... Through the trees off to the east, there is a, a clearing. It's probably a couple hundred feet down. And this is one of those things that because you rolled a 20, you saw this. So think of it from that perspective. Everybody else walking by or even looking in that general direction just sees more trees. You can tell there's a, uh, an opening or um, I'll keep with a clearing, but large, uh, a few hundred feet to the east. So that the way you guys are traveling, this would be to the right. As, as the group is moving forward, uh, Siegfried's going to slow down and hold up his arm, bulk up his shield. He's going to look off to the east. There's a clearing a couple hundred feet that way. It's fairly large. Do you want to investigate? 
clearing? I mean, did, 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 are there any spiders in this clearing that you can see? I'd imagine not spiders. Then let's, then let's go. Let's go. We can go. Dark, yeah, let's musty, go, let's go. shadowy. Let's go. Let's go head over there. I'm down for that, guys. 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 Braxis smiles. Yeah, I'm fine with checking it out. Do it. All right. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Single file behind me. And All right. The the approach towards the clearing when you get within, say about a hundred feet where you can, everyone now can see where the trees kind of stop. You can, uh, through the trees, you can make out some buildings. And the buildings remind you of that little camp at the base of the mountain after you left Bob. But there are more of them. So there, there are these small stone buildings, uh, dilapidated. The, the area looks a bit overgrown. But um, it looks like a larger, maybe a village-sized version of the the five buildings that you saw at the base of the mountain and that's what you can see as you approach does this change your approach at all or is it just straightforward i mean what do you think i I can probably sneak my way down towards there and get a get a visual on if there's any movement uh signal back to you guys i'd say let's see if we can spot anything more from where we're at and can I climb I, up on your shoulder and take a look? You can climb a tree. <laughs> you can climb a tree, buddy. He can toss you up there. With I'll, go find, I'll, I'll, go cl- I'll go climb a tree. Oh. All right. Um, it, the, uh, the bell has uh, good <laughs> dexterity. The so one we're going to let him just get up a tree. There's nothing special about the trees here. Um, you get right up the tree, and you're going to give me what kind of check here? Uh, I mean, I can do uh, perception just to get a lay of lens, see if I can see any movement or humanoid or uh, creatures running around. Go for it. Let's get a perception. That is a 19. So uh, 18? 18 on the die? Plus one, okay. Um, The... From where you are up on the tree, it's a little clearer uh, being able to see further uh, because of the height, so you can see down on some things. It looks like something has passed through here not too long ago. Um, based on the little bit of a mess you can see from this distance, it's reminiscent of the goblin camp that you guys were just at. Um, so a few hours ago, you were at this goblin camp. The mess, of the, the kind of the trail left through this little village has a spot that was set up very similar to what the goblin camp was. So kind of like fire pit in the middle, what looked like uh, they cleared spot for a few tents, that kind of thing. Okay, but no no movement in there though? No no bodies moving around? You don't see anything moving from where you are at this time. Okay, all right. I'll just look down at Erethnus and I'll be like... I think he wants a chew toy. Siegfried's going to look up at Bell, look at all of his hand signs, nod, going to turn towards the clearing, put two fingers to his lips, and let out like a very loud, shrill whistle. The kind that makes your teeth... Hold it for for, like five, six seconds. Nice. Okay, um, I'm not going to worry about making my own perception rolls then. That was a G. (laughs) I can play that. 
goes off yeah. <laughs> uh there is a bunch of birds that just kind of flutter out of the trees one of them from right next to bell it's just like flap flap flap, 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 flap. and you hear them yapping away as they kind of run away from this shrill sound um <laughs> that's the only motion and sound you hear other than you guys talking about the i'll look, I'll look down and i'll be like <laughs> Don't steal first. What? Don't steal first, buddy. It's bunt time. No, I think this one, I think he means we need to not walk. Or no, no, I'm I'm wrong. Walking safe. That's there's what no that symbol movement. is. I, I don't, there's no movement. Movement, no. Oh, that makes more sense. So well, if there's no movement, then it is safe. You're like 20 feet apart. <laughs> That's awesome. What? <laughs> Speak up. Uh, he says um, there's no movement. So that's what you got for now. What's uh, what's the next step? I'm, I'm going to wave for Bell to get down here. Yeah, I'm, com- I'm coming down the tree. I feel like that's a fairly universal signal. Come over here. Come here. I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Yeah, I, but, so you know. I, I get down and I relay everything to everybody again. And, uh, okay. you know, what... Leave it up to the group. What? What do we? What guys should we go How many buildings are there? How many What's bu- up? How many buildings are there? Um, more than you can count on a couple of hands, and they go past kind of where you can see. Oh, so it's definitely uh, a lot bigger than the last little yeah, building. Yeah, from found. from what Bell could see up in the trees, he could probably count about fifteen or so, and then there oh, wow. were more behind, like trees over here, um, farther back, etc. Did you manage to count the tents? Did I manage to count the tents, Joe? There weren't tents. There was just spaces the like the goblin oh, camp. Yeah, oh, okay. Like they cleared a spot to fit the yeah. tent that you guys okay. were just at recently. It looked like there were several mold, mm-hmm. you know, imprints in the ground. Several. Mm. I say we check it out. <clears throat> Sounds like nothing's there. And nobody responded to the whistle. <laughs> I was going to say, after that. The birds did. <laughs> I mean, somebody <laughs> might show up five minutes from now, but we'll find out. Mm. <laughs> the dog that you lost when you were 12 is about to show up. <laughs> Fluffles. <laughs> Fluffles. Yes, Fluffles the dog. <clears throat> uh, um, Some waffle. <laughs> Fluffles and waffle. The, <laughs> a, as you approach, there's no new movement or anything. However, um, as I said, what you're seeing, not however, but what you're seeing is buildings similar to the ones that were in that little base camp that, that five building area but they're set up more like a a village instead of just a circle like a cul-de-sac this is little streets kind of thing and and as you go in um think of a village that probably holds about 500 people so this this place has somewhere in the range of 25 buildings or so almost all of them in the same shape and um reminiscent again of the other camp there's a little placard 
near most of the doors or it's carved into the stone near most of the doors, Smith and Jones and, you know, generic names, nothing that uh, really jumps out at you, but this was uh, very similar, but uh, a village. So everything's in common. No, like, from, yes. like language we can recognize at least. Okay. Yep. Is there any like building that stands out that is distinctive, like a, you know, like a city, like a, a town hall or something yeah. that might have some information on it? Towards the center, there are two buildings that are larger. One that it's the stereotypical, this was a church. And the other was probably a town hall. Cause it's a larger building, uh, more windows, more doors. And in, in contrast to the small buildings of the other place that were like 15 by 15 small buildings, um, most of these buildings are like single floor family size buildings. So anywhere from like 10 by 20 to larger. So these are uh, larger buildings, like uh, a full establishment instead of just a little camp, so to speak. Okay. At, um, who would, uh, let's put it this way, how would we investigate between all of the buildings, the church, the town hall, who's going to do what, and uh, what, yeah, what do you guys want to do? So I can. I think we pick a path way. to go to, to the center, but we hit each building on the way there. And just uh, make sure there's no one around and see if we can find anything. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing a quick once over each little building. Okay. Even okay just a quick glance all, in, you know. If it's okay uh, with y'all, I'd like to do a circle around the town first. It's okay with me. Sure. sure. That's uh, <laughs> me. I mean, uh, if, yeah. yeah, you want to do it as a group or you want to do it solo? Well, I, mean, I think I, it's safest in a group. Let's stick together. We can circle up and then search building to building. That's fine. I'm good yeah, with that it's, plan. No. It's right. hard to kill the whole party when you separate, so it's cool if you stay together. Yeah, but I feel like that's not what my guy would do. So, uh, I'm just going to go to the church first. I was going to say, you well, do it however. If you're, you're going to go to the church, then let, let's pair up. Then I'll, I'll go with you, Brax. So I'll, I'll head with you to the church. I want to check out those huh? two buildings anyways. You and me, Siggy. Let's go circle this up. Siggy. Um, let's take the... Uh, the headed towards the church first. Are you guys going to look in buildings as you go? Or are you going to walk through buildings as can you I, go? Can I look into the, am I told enough to look yeah. into the buildings? Okay. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you I'll can walk up and where there were windows there, it's just an opening in the stone now. And every building is made out of stone. There, there was some wood, uh, still is some, it's not as um, worn down as that base camp. The, there are still some, wood bits around uh the doors aren't completely gone there are pieces of doors some of the places even have a whole door just falling off the hinges kind of thing um but it's easy enough when you go up to a building to just look in the window look through the door whatever it may be Uh, if you want to go into each and investigate that'll be a little bit different and that's why i wanted to get an idea because if you're doing that it might take as long as the guy circling the place yeah, I would be looking just briefly in there because I know that Abraxas wants to get to the church, and so do I, for that matter. So I mean, it's up to Abraxas. Do you want to, you know, take a take a hard look at these things, or do you want to just get a quick glance? No, I just want to glance in, like look in, yeah. see if I know. I don't, I don't feel like digging through dirt or nothing. Yeah. If something catches my eye as soon as I click, then I'll look at it. If not, I'm just walking by. Me and Abraxas so on the same to the page. On time. What I want to yep. know then yeah. is who's got the I got better a to give. perception modifier. Uh, I got my, a plus one for perception. I have plus one as well. 
You both have a plus one. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to roll this for advantage. And the way we're going to do it is you're each going to roll a D20 and we're going to take the better one. Okay. So just straight D20. Well, plus your one. Point. Roll okay. your perception right. check and we're going to take the better one. Yeah. 13 plus one a, for me. I got a 13. 12 plus one. <laughs> um, <laughs> plus one. I got a 14. I got a 14. So. Oh, so you got 14. I got Along the way, nothing, I'll say nothing super fancy catches your eye. However, you do see in several of the buildings um, old cookware that hasn't completely rusted out or is made of, of stone, like stoneware, earthenware. Um, every now and then you see a, a book somewhere, but it's not like... It's not the kind of book that I think Bell would be interested in. It might be, and the same for Abraxas. They look like, um, think of it as like TV guide is laying around kind of thing. That nothing <laughs> looks special. Like maybe it was a pamphlet or a, an old newsletter in the town or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But it's not like um, Bob's books. It's not like books of spells and recipes and stuff. So right. in general, there are things things as you walk through but not necessarily anything that would make you say we have to stop and look in this building but gotcha. things that you might want to go back and visit later on gotcha yeah, yeah i wouldn't mind picking up uh i wouldn't mind picking up something like that it's like yeah some t the town news or whatever for yeah, my pile of maps town, and stuff. if the town news thing has the name of the town at least in it okay oh, um uh, so we'll we'll do that and in the meantime, we're going to let uh, Siegfried and Miles circle. And I want to give you guys the same thing. We're going to do a uh, better of the two perception check. All right. Both of you roll a regular perception check with whatever your modifier is. And um, Eli is uh, rubbing his eyes as if he did not roll well. No. Two plus three, five. <laughs> not, not a whole lot better. Ten altogether. <laughs> what, what's on the I, I feel very safe with the two of them wandering around Nine plus one. In the village. All right. Yeah, remember yeah, that. I always want to know what's on the die, then the modifier, so that I can gauge how good you actually were compared to how much you were modified. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that 20 plus three, the plus three didn't even matter to me anymore. It was just that 20 was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. But. So walking around... Uh, nothing takes you off guard. A couple of birds are flapping back to their nests in the trees uh, as you walk by. Uh, all the way around the perimeter, this is the village is within the trees and kind of like a kidney shape, right? So rounded on one okay. side, a little indent on the other. And there is nothing special as you circle it. Uh, there were definitely some or are definitely some what you would call guard towers pretty much on the north, south, east, and west sides. And it's stone that goes up about 15 feet uh, with a little bit of wooden like railing still there. And that uh, around the town. And <clears throat> other than that, you just see the buildings. And you do notice from pretty much all the way around, anytime you see a gap within the buildings, you can kind of, you can either see the church or the town hall pretty much from everywhere around the perimeter. As long as there's a little the gap in the buildings, side. you can see them. So it's we pretty centralized. From, we start from the south side, Joe. Um, so you guys approached from the, we'll say you started on the southwest-ish part. Okay. okay. 
I'm just thinking of where yeah. where Siegfried would have seen it off to the east, and then you approach from there, and it goes to the north from there. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, Siggy. I kind of want to climb a tower and look around again. As do I. Something doesn't seem right about this setup. Okay. You got one on this side, so let's go towards it. Mm. Cool. What? Um, all right, so go, go up into the tower. It's just steps. And they go, you know, you step up one way and then you turn, you step up and that gets you up the 15 feet ish. Uh, Within that spot, there are actually a couple bits of um, clothing that are pretty deteriorated, but uh, there are, it's regular canvas looking beige colored clothing, most of a pair of pants, uh, part of a tunic. Uh, there's a shield in the corner that's pretty rusted. It's uh, just a circular shield, about three feet. Uh, and the, the area itself looks like it hasn't been used in a while. Like when you walk in there, dust puffs up a little bit. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the shield for Bell. Stuffy. I think you could use it. <laughs> Make sure he gets a tetanus shot first. What's a tetanus? <laughs> it's the the biggest monster, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we're on top of the tower, Siegfried's gonna take a look at the layout of the village. It, from this vantage point, awesome. you get similar to what um, Bell had seen from the tree. But now that you're at the village, you can see most of the buildings have no roof anymore. Uh, some of them do. Some of them are mostly stone, as far as the roof goes. There's a lot of wooden bits that have fallen in, broken. Um, again, somewhere between 25 and 30 buildings, depending on which direction you look. Off on the other side, where the call it the indent in the kidney, um, we're going to say you didn't get there yet. You'll see it from here. But the um, open area there looks like it's a little bit of farmland or was a little bit of farmland. It's kind of cleared, but you see weeds growing up, a, a little wheat, uh, old, maybe just regrowing every year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's been abandoned for a while. Yeah. A long while. Based on your perception me. checks, if you had to guess, you're talking 100 years or more, maybe. I don't think anyone's that old, right? Nobody's, no. nobody's got like an elf they're playing that's hundreds of years old. So you guys are just going to guess at that time frame at this point. But with your perception checks, you're going to think it's a pretty good guess. The, the idea of how, how worn down and uh, worn down by nature a lot of this is rather than by pillaging or something like that. Miles, have you... Have you seen any signs of invasion, I want to say? Things that aren't just nature taking its toll on this place. Just seems abandoned to me so far. As far as I can tell, it just seems like either either everyone died off or they left or something. And we this is where the... This is where the scene kind of cuts into. We're going to do a fast wipe over to where Abraxas and Bell are approaching the church. <laughs> the, yeah, the uh, the church, without question, from the outside, has borne the brunt of some form of attack. A lot of the stone is chipped from uh, weapons, and in some cases, it looks like it was chipped by you know, like three claws, kind of 
scratching across. Uh, the doors are completely gone. You can see inside the, uh, the wooden pews are just about all broken, uh, not worn down, but broken, like shattered inside. And above the, uh, the door itself, there was some name carved in, but it's been scratched out so thoroughly and carved above that name in crude letters is G-O-R. Gore. Yeah. You know that name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what kind of, uh, how big are these claw marks? Yeah. I say Abraxas, I mean, you, you're a clawed individual here. I mean, Dude, would your mitts fit this here? Something your size? Would your big canned hams fit in this, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, do you want to you want to take a, a a form of check on this? Without a check, you're gonna. It, it just looks like it would be um, almost like a bird, the three talon kind of thing. But they're stretched there. a couple inches in between each scratch. Right. But I'll unless you're going to make a check, you're not sure. Yeah, um, can I use survival for that then to identify signs of what kind of yeah. animal could be? Yep, I'm yeah. cool with that. Because it's uh, more course, likely rolled, natural than... Yeah, I rolled shitty, so 2 plus 3 is 5. So. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely scratch marks there. And if you had to guess, if you had to guess, you're not comfortable with the conclusion you come up with. Yeah, I don't know. It could be, I don't know, some bird or something. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't recognize it. <laughs> it um, I'm going like to same... <coughs> right, kick go off go my divine sense, actually, okay. to see if I pick up anything uh, strange within <clears throat> 60 feet. So, uh, obviously, I'm assuming, well, <laughs> there shouldn't be any hallow spell on this place right now. But, you know, <laughs> no. uh, any uh, you know location of celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. <laughs> yes, there are... Um, indications of undead from the building that we've identified as the town hall. Does it tell you, uh, does your divine sense tell you anything about uh, quantity or strength? Anything like that? No, I just get a a sense. Ping on his radar. Yeah. 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 His nostril smoke blows. (laughs) So so the church seems clean, but then the town hall seems like it's got problems. As far as your divine sense goes, um, you are sure you get the sense that there is undead in the big building across the street. Hmm. Uh, Bell's inside, goes and steps inside the church a little bit and just kind of tries to see if there's anything that was not pillaged that can identify, you know, what, what church this was of. As Bell crosses the threshold, uh, the temperature drops like 10 degrees. And there is um, an oppressive weight with the air inside of the the church. It does look like most of what's inside has been defaced. Um, What a... Abraxas, I'm just going to back out here. Uh, I, I slowly uh, just start to back out from the doorway. Yeah, I'm gonna, don't, don't go too far. Uh, yeah. There's uh, there's trouble afoot at the city hall. Uh, Re- or really? town hall. Um, don't <laughs> stay here. I want to take a look inside the church, though, to see. Granted, we knew this, well, you know, be, be, this building's been go, battle-weathered. I want to know what kind of uh, – is there any weapons laying around? Is, can I tell yeah, what kind of damage – has been done here. Are there any bones from people who are dead and they just left bodies? Yeah, Brax, uh, don't, don't step into it here. It got really, no, really, uh, 
All right, so the, here. now we, we kind of, we, we zoom back here, and we have uh, Siegfried and Miles are looking at the church area, and you see Bell step in and then kind of start stepping out, and then Abraxas going in. Uh, I think that church definitely did get a number done to it in a battle. We should From go here, over there. You can tell things were broken on it, not just worn. Yes. Uh, are there any identifying marks on the sides of the church? I'm looking in particular for uh, like a specific type of architecture or maybe some, some of the ironwork from like glass windows. Is, Is this for the purposes of identifying what the church might follow? But essentially I'm asking, yes. is this a uh, religion check or are you thinking history or something I mean, else? I, I'm at the same modifier either way. It's mm -hmm. just, I, I kind of, I just want to know really is something Siegfried would be curious about, but he's just okay. not studied enough to understand it. Uh, we'll go, we'll go with a religion. Just okay. if anything, hopefully to identify the God that it's no, yeah. um, this is the church of my underpants. <laughs> <laughs> what did you roll? One <laughs> minus one, zero. monster. <laughs> You know, I don't uh, think that's a real church. Some, some, of the, some of the birds that he, he scared fly overhead and just poop on his face. And he I, think, I think that's a restaurant, and I think they serve chicken. Yes. Pretty sure that's a church. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You see the big initials on the side that say I-H-O-P, and you're not quite sure <laughs> <laughs> that it's a church at all. Um, okay. uh, this, so my next question then for both. Siegfried and Miles, are you going to go where the others are, or do you have further investigation outside? Bell looks worried. I think we should go over there. Bell Abraxas always looks worried. Abraxas seems to rush in after Bell <laughs> stepped Bell out. always looks cool and call. reserved, is what you wanted to say. <laughs> there you go. So Abraxas is stepping in, and what is away. he looking around for again? I wanted to see, because, I mean, obviously it looks like this thing was attacked. Yeah. Um, so I want to see if there's any, what kind of weapons were used. If there's like, you know, okay. if there's weapons later about, if there's bones because people have dead bodies here, uh, if there's any markings where weapons struck walls or pews or altar, anything like that. If stuff was burnt, set on fire on purpose and stuff like that. Okay. Or if there's any, like um, a barricade was made and then broken into. <laughs> the answer would be yes to almost all of that. My question to go along with what you're asking is, are you looking to find um, a purpose or motive behind the mess? And if so, then I'm going to ask for um, an insight or perception to go along. All right. Insight makes sense. Okay. Because a lot of what you just described, there are some uh, halberds with shattered handles laying on the ground in corners. And um, it looks like some of the pews were, were stacked, but, like something just bowled right through the middle of it and shattered it. Yeah, there, there's a, it's a mess. There was definitely a battle here, uh, of which you would guess the home team lost. Yeah, uh, 14 plus 115. So much for go defense. Yeah. Um, so from what you can tell here, all of the 
destruction, all of the, the, the loss in this case appears to be all similar. So all of the broken weapons, the, uh, the bits of, of shield or armor, anything that's laying around all comes from one side. You don't see any, um, you know, anything out of the, anything that would come from the attackers. You see only the defenders stuff left over. So apparently it was a, a completely one-sided battle. Like there was no, uh, no even minor victories. Uh, for the defense here. And this looks like the quantity of stuff you find in here looks like maybe all of the able-bodied people in the village were in here. Yeah, maybe last stand. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here. And, I mean, there are even um, large table knives and and big forks and uh, pitchforks and rakes (laughs) and stuff that are broken and lying around. Does Braxis feel the same thing that Bell felt when he walked in as far as the cold, the cold drop? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't mention that, but it, I meant to infer it, that you would feel okay, the well, same. I, I didn't know if he was, since he, has a, since he has divine sense or something, that if he was immune yeah. to it slightly or anything like that. Yeah. And as Abraxas is sifting through this is when Miles and Siegfried arrive at the door to see him looking through, you know, investigating, if you will. Looks like whatever yes. happened here, we missed it. Um, so, Joe, so with that in, insight, is am I able to infer they were attacked by things with natural weapons, like not tool yeah. weapons? With that, it's a combination. So you do see slashes from bladed weapons, but you also see slashes from claws. And um, in, in a couple of the shields, you can see what were definitely bite marks you see in sizers, upper and lower in, uh, bitten into metal so and, and I would say if you had to pick a size whatever the size of the thing is is probably the size of a large bear and I don't mean like giant dire bear I mean just a large black or grizzly bear mm. Siegfried I can't make out these markings I don't know I can't you might be able to figure something out I want to see if there's any and Bella maybe you're better at this we need there might be some some hidden rooms in here. I mean, I figure if it's going to make a last stand, they might have tried to hide something of importance somewhere in this building. Also, yeah. FYI, before we go to the town hall, I uh, there's going to be bad stuff in there. I got a, I got a, I got a sense of something not like, a, like the living dead in that other building across the street. So game plan before we go over there. But let's okay. finish this building first. Okay. <laughs> well, since, since Abra- I see Abrax is still walking around and nothing has crashed on him or killed him yet, I'll step in and start looking for, uh, trying to help him find anything that was hidden um, by the, the people who did their last stand. Okay. What is um, Miles and Siegfried up to here? Uh, Miles is going in uh, since the rest of the group went inside. It's uh, going to go start looking around as well. Um, and it, oh, just to Jason's point, everyone does experience the sudden drop in temperature and the the feeling of oppressiveness in the air itself. Yeah. yeah. I heard of a cold open, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> I feel you on that one, Miles. Uh, a practice, I'd, say, you, you know. I'd say sing us a song, but uh, not right now. I don't want to. Yeah, well, I say, Brax, you're familiar with some of the like the, the scarier things. Uh, you know, is is this like that's supposed to be? <laughs> is this like demonic? I mean, you can sense these things, right? I mean, why would why, why I just get this really bad feeling being in here, like. 
Look, it's obvious that whoever ransacked this place was followers of Gord of the Deceiver, which I'll pull out my engine. Yeah, remember yeah. this guy? Yeah, I remember that um, guy. That guy's so, a good guy. I don't know. But the thing is, when did this happen? We're thinking, what, hundreds of years ago? But I think the other town was okay. It wasn't ransacked. But this place, unless that town, they came here to hide out and then just went to shit. Um, I don't know, Stigford, you got any ideas of your military background or anything? <laughs> um, so Siegfried is... After listening to what everybody says, he just kind of looks around, holds up one finger, steps out of the church, and starts walking all around it, doing a very careful careful search for any, any signs of entry, breakage, uh, deep imprints in the ground, any attempted tunnels, leftover munitions, weapons, armors, scat. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> that's what it's getting, Miles. Perception or investigation. I'm cool with whatever you want to describe for me, because I want to hear how Siegfried is approaching it, and that helps us figure out what skill it is. So, the way Siegfried is approaching the situation, it's starting with a quick visual scan mm-hmm. and if he sees anything catches interest he is going to move towards it to get a closer look get get his hands on it really literally get a feel for what happened here um, the I'm gonna say you know what you're looking for because you've described it um, that leans itself more to investigation but uh uh, your investigation sucks. So, <laughs> he, Siegfried understands these subjects. He knows what he's talking about, what he's doing. He's just not good at it. <laughs> what I'm going to get, what, what we're going to do here for this is, um, I'm going to have you roll in and get an investigation check. However, the way you described it was, you're going to take a quick glance around before you start really digging into it. I'm going to take your passive uh, perception of 13 as the number we're starting with. If you roll better, we're going to take that number. If you roll worse, we're sticking with the 13. Okay. Uh, Let's get this going. And this was uh, investigation trying to beat my passive? Yeah, you're trying to beat a 13. Okay. No, 13 plus one. Or 13 minus one. 13 minus one. Um, Right. When you're when you get around towards the back of the church, there is another door in the back, um, a smaller door, probably uh, you know where the staff would come and go. Whereas the main uh, double doors in the front are for the the general public, uh, and the, but the door in the back looks like uh, it has been bashed in, although it should have opened outwards. Uh, so it, it's it's kind of carnage with the the wood and iron bits and and what have you right around the door, and. Um, you look at some of the, the, the rubble that's fallen inside. There, there's a little bit of the, the stone door frame that's even laying down there on the ground. And um, you can see kind of the way it's fallen. Uh, it, it looks like it spells out the end of the episode. So, dun, dun. I had a feeling it was coming. That's <laughs> fascinating. That's only one want. force that I know of could have caused this. <laughs> yes. Joe. That's nice. I like that. Either. The J-Man. No, not that J-Man. <laughs> On that note, we will wrap this one up and we can all say, yeah.